<laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. This is week 39. Uh, today I sat down with the, the great man, Grant Rogers from Jetty Road Brewery, a local soon-to-be national and then international <laughs> brewery uh, here in the Moynton Peninsula in Dramana. Um, delicious pale ale, which I yes, I am sipping on right now. Uh, amazing, amazing tinnies, amazing beer. Uh, so I would highly recommend getting down there. So Coop, as you would all know who that guy is, he co-hosted today. So we had a really good chat with Grant about what it takes to open a brewery for every single human with a with a male appendage wants to do it, has wanted to do at some point, maybe, except for Wade, who wants to open somewhere with probably cognac rum, or rum, rum or something like that. But so yeah, today we had a really really good chat with Wade. Uh, with Wade, we didn't talk. We didn't talk to Wade at all. With Grant, the wheels are falling off. With Grant about beer and about business and about building a community and a lifestyle brand and something that's hopefully going to be around for a long long time, which hopefully it is because the beer is delicious. Enjoy. My personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day. I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. Grant Coop, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Howdy. So you've all uh, you've all heard plenty from Coop before, but Grant of Jetty Road Brewery, how good? Awesome. Knack <laughs> it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So first question for you, and then we'll get into the crazy, I guess, couple of months, couple of years you've had. Yeah. What gets you out of bed in the morning? At the moment, work. But I don't know. I heard you had this question the other day. Uh, Jesus, what do I what do I say? I'm a morning person, so to the gym, which I've done for at least nine months, but. Um, <laughs> I just I just enjoy getting up and doing my thing. Um, yeah. What is your thing? It's just just business. I love business. Awesome. So everything everything to do with it. Um, family, friends, breakfast. I love a bit of recce, which I have also <laughs> haven't had for a couple of months. Either. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fair. Super meals. Got into in the fasting. It's me being lazy. <laughs> hey, if you, can, if you can justify it, playing. I can justify yeah. it. <laughs> that's good. Talk to me about your business. How like, what is it? How did it start? Um, from your point of view yeah when you messaged me I was thinking about this as well it's been a couple of different things all coming together at once um, Blake my head brewer and another director born a week apart um, been friends ever since and <laughs> I think the age of 16 we are both like we're, we're going to have a pub when we get up that's so good which is I think is a typical teenage thing to say yeah but you know um, yeah, we said that, and then um, he went to London, and I went over there. I went to try and find a job after I went and did an accounting degree. Yeah. Um, and then I decided to try and get a job down here, and I was a little bit lazy. Um, I don't know if whether it was because lazy I, or uninspired. I love accounting. I just don't think. I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I think yep. I was just having too fun at uni and just didn't realise. <laughs> Yeah, you had to figure out something afterwards. Be, yeah. yeah, you see all these young people just always like, all right, front foot, what am I doing next? So before they even have to think about it, they've already done it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what do I do now? So I ended up in Hong Kong for three or four months um, trying to find a job with a mate that's a financial planner. That's cool. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a bit of an experience. Um, 
And then from there, I ended up not getting a job there. It was just too much uh, middle-aged men drinking too much. and Yeah. Um, so I just, it was more of a holiday and just learn to network and socialise. And That's cool. All those bits and pieces. And then I ended up going to London and doing Oktoberfest for my 22nd birthday. And that's when it really, the beer, the beer, I don't know what we'd call it. Um, Passion, <laughs> yeah, and the history of it. It wasn't just you know the typical Aussie just get absolutely smashed on a Friday yep. Saturday night. I was actually enjoying the beer. Yeah, and it took me to the second day, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm actually you know the locals aren't impressed with the way that you know most of the Australians are acting. Like, it's good to get drunk, but you know there's an appreciation for it. Yeah, and that just blew my mind. And even when I saw pictures, it just didn't do it justice. So that's cool. Um, and then I went to Spain and I started writing a business plan. So um, was it brewery straight away? No, it was. Just, I wanted to do a it's sort of the same as what you've got with yours you've got an idea behind it but you pull different parts yeah. into a business and then it starts to change and tweak over time yeah. to adapt it so it was more I've always been around I've never worked in hospitality but it was around offering lunch dinner yeah. fresh produce all that sort of stuff it was just a bit of a everything at once um, and then when I got back um, from uh, the UK and then Blake came back as well about nine months later we started home brewing that's cool. Um, How long ago was that? Well, I was 22, so yeah. How old are you now? I was that seven years ago. Awesome. So it's been a while. Um, so we started homebrewing, and then it got to the point where uh, we were doing parties, and people like, put beer on, and yep. it got bigger and bigger, and the beers got better. Yep. And uh, one day, um, one of our family members just said, mate, what are you doing with this? I'm like, well, I'm just having fun. And yeah. I said, well, I've actually got a business plan. He goes, well, if you guys put a business plan together, I'll sit down with you. And he's yeah, quite a wealthy individual. Um, and, and we did we started from there and that was a I reckon the business plan evolved over five years so it's just cool. continually to find trying to find the right place the right the venue um, and then just you know perfecting the beer so awesome. it's been a long road but it's um, definitely been worth it now which is awesome that's it was, cool. if it didn't happen now I would have had a mental breakdown <laughs> all my partner well, would kill me it's a long time like it's a long time for like guess an idea to be unintentional pun brewing and like to, to be yeah, sitting, sitting there thinking it in your head and going yeah. well here's how it changes day to day was there times where you kind of went I don't know if this is going to work I don't have that which I don't good. know if that's a bad or a good mate, thing mate that's a good thing um, and I, I haven't even had time to reflect like we just opened yesterday um, and congratulations so by the way because amazing yeah awesome and it's it's actually backwards to what we decided in the business plan it was always to open the brewery first yeah. so we could actually brew our beer because um, at the moment we are contracting so and that is just you know it's a head fuck so I can imagine um, mate you can swear you can say whatever the fuck I, you know, I pause for a second because I'm like <laughs> my vocab's not very good so it's always I chuck a few hey, you know, treat, treat yourself. yourself yeah so no it's, it's been good but open the venue just to get locals down there the support's been amazing so to open the venue um, and not being in hospitality it's been a massive learning curve and I'm yeah wrecked but I haven't yet sat down to really appreciate what's uh, what's Unfolded. Do you think you will be able to do that? I hope so. Did you read my message I sent you yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> you would I, have had, I figured you would have had a million, right? Yeah, I had a fair few, and it's nice to. I hear what they're saying, but it's, you know they're always like, you know what, you need to actually do it yourself and yeah. relax. And at the moment, just little bits and pieces that I need to be across. Yeah. You sort of just don't have time. But I'm, today, yeah. I was actually enjoying it. That's good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like <laughs> it took me like all of our like events and stuff we run and like obviously not to the scale that you guys have but like we've got that consistent like people stuff every day but it wasn't until like the second event that we ran which was second big event which was two years in where I was able to sit there and kind of allow myself to breathe and just enjoy yeah. what it was and like you'll have that day 
where you kind of like it might be three months down the track it might be yeah. tomorrow where you kind of go fuck this is cool yeah. yeah and properly allow yourself to reflect what's what's been the biggest I guess drive for you to get to this point I don't know I think I've always had a vision of what I've wanted yeah and it doesn't waver that's so cool. and I think that's probably a good thing I mean starting a brewery if no one really knows the whole ins and outs of the yeah. industry it's a massively capital intensive investment to start off with small business what well, we are we're not even we're small as and that's going to cost me two million dollars just to get off the ground it's huge and that's massive especially when you're 28 29 and you're trying to get people on board to see a vision that you don't even have something physical behind you so you gotta, you gotta sell something really good mm. um but also you sort of see the big picture and i'm a massive big picture person whereas i don't get caught up in the you know okay i've got two hundred thousand dollars in you know yeah. in arrears that doesn't worry me because I know it's going to be successful. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's not really been an issue for me. So it's, it's probably a win, I think, because otherwise if I got weighed down by all the, you know, the, the hurdles and the bumps that we've had, it, we, I would have given up a long time ago. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's probably a pretty good mindset to be in because it's like there's no, there's no plan B. There's no option to fail. It's no. always you're just going to make it work regardless. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, to... To first hear about you guys a little while ago, and then to to hear it, and then start tasting it as mm. a as a raving fan, like it's been pretty cool to see it come to what is now a brewery for everyone to check out and actually yeah. try. It. Yeah, awesome. When did you when did you kind of know that this was going to be what you were going to like dial dial in on? Because I guess a lot of people have ideas and a lot of people have dreams and things they mm. want to do, but never actually do it. When did you kind of know? Yep, yeah, this is what I'm going to you know put the next. 10, 20, 30 years of my life into? Um, I don't know, really. I, I knew I would be, I didn't, working as an accountant and then a tax agent, yep. you know, you, it's like a lawyer. You log in every six minutes of your day and I hated it and yeah. my, my efficiencies weren't great because I just hated doing that work. And I, But I like small business, I always have, so my idea behind going as a tax agent was to get involved with small businesses because you know, I do I do book work for a couple of cafes, um, online jewellery shop, I, I just love business. I love helping people get yeah, to where awesome. they want to be. Um, but I also like to be able to be involved. So to just, yeah, not enjoying working there, I always knew that I would want to go and do something else on my own. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it mattered if it wasn't brewery related. And I'm involved in Humble Body. Um, that's yeah, been cool. quite, that's been a massive long project. And I think considering I stepped up as CEO there and then juggled full-time work, and then was also trying to start a brewery. <laughs> and, that, that, and then also running my own bookkeeping business. That's like there insane. Was too many things going on and just too many people were expecting too much of me. Yeah. I just, I didn't, did you know, delegate very, very well. So, um, yeah, I knew I wanted to be involved and I was, I, it was a couple of that top spots in there. I go, you know what, I never want to work for someone else. And that's not necessarily because I don't like taking instruction. It's just that yep. I'm too passionate about doing something I'm Mate, I get, passionate I get about. That, I get that to yeah, a T, yeah? Yeah, but at the same time as there were times where I'm like, Humble Body would take a massive leap forward, like we're selling in Brooklyn or we're selling in um, America yeah. now. Um, I can't remember the word now, but in America. And yep. then suddenly the brewery, you know, an investment would fall off or something else would go. I was like, okay, well, what is what am I actually doing? Mm. Um, because I'm passionate. I'm actually passionate about both of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, organic skincare, I've, I've had eczema, hay fever, all that sort of stuff, so I can relate to that really well. Yeah. Because um, that thing, I put it, I remember take, taking Humble Body and I put it on my face, and three months later, I hadn't had hay fever, um, my eczema had gone. Like, I was actually benefiting from it. Yeah. Um, but on the other side with the brewery, it's social. I love being social, and the whole idea behind Jetty Road Brewery, um, the, the catchphrase is always beer, 
because it's always been about the beer. Yeah. But it's about sharing it. That's cool. Yeah, so it's kind of what you do down, you know, bringing people and getting fit and healthy, but also mm. sharing the ride. Yeah. I'm doing it on a social level. You know, yeah, clearly I'm on that complete opposite end of <laughs> well, the scale. It's, it's, believe me, it's definitely not on the complete opposite because yeah. we will take the whole crew and, and take us take everyone out like to dinner or to lunch or something. And, yeah. You know, we'll be we'll be rolling in the beers, but I think it's it's a really cool because like it resonates a lot with me because you're creating a community, right? Yeah. Like, which is exactly what we're trying to create. Yeah. Um, and I think that ability to instill community in the people of Dramana, yeah. Um, even though it's called Jetty Road, and you're not right, not quite on Jetty Road. We were so the, that was a Tommy T question. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> and you know what? Being that entrepreneurial sort of streak in me, yeah. uh, I think I've always had it. The name we picked, um, one of our other directors, Simon Weir, he it was the older bloke, you know, a bit of a mentor sort of thing. Yeah. And we were brewing at his house on Jetty Road in Jamaica. That's cool. Um, so the historical part of it and then telling customers and, and stockers the reason why it stayed Jetty Road, yeah. they love it. Yeah. But, you know, if someone come from Melbourne and they type <laughs> in Jetty Road, they end up in Rosebud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it would have been good to find another name, but uh, you know, mate, we it, sat there for ages, yeah. you know, over whiskeys, over beers, chatting about it, and we just couldn't find a name that works for all of us and I thought mm. you know what Jerry Road just it's got that coastal vibe for down here and that's half the reason why oh, it's a, you know so passionate about down here yeah. I love it I love Morning Peninsula and it just gets that coastal vibe so yeah yeah. Would you, did you guys grow up, all grow up on the peninsula yeah Mount Martha yeah, yeah. so all, the, all six directors are all from all from down here which is great awesome so it started out with you and Blake and Simon yeah, and Simon yeah and how the other three come along um I can't even remember. There's been so many conversations. I had the, the original guy that really pushed us into sort of starting the business plan. Um, he uh, was in real estate. I think he's fourth generation real estate. Yeah. Um, and his wife got sick. So he, we were all ready to go and we were looking at buying like properties for $2 million. And it was just surreal. But I think at that time we weren't ready. Yeah. But we didn't know it. So looking back on it now, I'm kind of happy it didn't happen like that. And I had to work really hard on getting those investors and directors on board. Um, but if we went to a place called Welcome Thornbury, which is in Thornbury, yeah. and it's a, it's a we got food truck park. So they do all the foods, but they've also got the beers on, and we saw it, and we're like, imagine this in Germana, it'd be amazing. Yeah. And so we went looking at that, and luckily enough, one of my um, my dad's neighbours, my um, dad lived in uh, Mount Martha, a nice community, um, and he does food trucks, and so he just rolled from there. He's like, oh, <laughs> man, I'd love to get involved. And, you know, he's sort of like, he works really hard, but he didn't, didn't have, he had the idea, but, you know, I gave him the business plan, and I've done forecast financials. Yeah. Now, the accounting side of me came in, he's like, oh, That's wow, cool. this is next level. That's awesome. Um, but then he's a net, networking and a half, so he brought on a few more people, and, you know, it started to get momentum, and I found the factory, and I just thought, when I walked into the factory, that brick wall, I said, that's it. And it was bigger than what we needed, but if we can grow into it, that'd be fantastic. But yep. right now, I'm already outgrown it, so what we're putting in there is going to, it's not going to be enough. I'm hoping anyway. So that's the next drive forward. So yeah, that's 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 amazing. What's the would would you if you could go back, would you change anything or would you make any changes to the mistakes you made or anything like that? Probably not. That's cool. I don't think so. I don't even think about it to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I suppose you should learn from your mistakes, but I haven't made any massive ones to go right. What what have I needed to do to make that different result? So yeah, I heard I heard a quote the other day that's. If I could live it all again, I'd make the same mistakes only quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you know, you're not going to do it again, yeah. are you? And I suppose those are the ones you go, right, I'll have to adjust. But it's not something you go, I have just put us in a hole here. Mm. Um, and again, right now, you get to a point where it's like, well, I've sunk, you know, half a million dollars into this already. 
you know, that extra hundred grand that we need to spend, you just do it. Yeah. You just got to do it. Yeah. You know, then you start to panic as an accountant and go, right, that's, <laughs> you know, how am I paying that back? Um, you just, yeah, well, worry about if that I line. believe in the products and believe in what we're doing, then it should work. So, yeah. you know. What's the, what's the plan with the product? Is it going to expand? Are you going to expand your... Oh, I'd like to. Yeah. We'll just, uh, we'll just play it by ear and see how we go. Because I'd like to be able to The pale, pale at the moment is, mate, it's a leap. Yeah. Next level. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. And I try a lot of beers. And I, I don't drink pale ale. I, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I, but I love that one. And I don't know if it's, you know, biased. You have to, mate. It's, yeah, it's it. definitely biased. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. So I, I, don't enjoy, I don't drink a lot during the week. It's only on the weekends. But the pale ale is working really well. And Blake and Simon, you know, their idea behind what we want to do with our four or five core yep. is all sessionability. It's not high in alcohol, but the quality yeah. and the flavours there. So we don't substitute on cost in regards to making it. So yeah. if Blake wants a hop that's, you know, a little bit more expensive, but it gives him exactly what he wants, then yeah. we're going to try and make that happen for him. That's so, cool. Um, the next, we've got the Amber Ale and the IPA on tap at our venue, awesome. um, but they aren't perfect yet. So we'll just keep tinkering away at it. And once we get happy with that, we'll put them into cans and go out again. That's so cool. it's been a long process because usually a brewery will open with four beers ready to go, whereas we're just going to keep trying it. Because if it's not selling, I don't want to release it. And it's yeah. going to be commercially viable. Yeah, well, I think if you put it, like put a heap of time and like resources, money into it, you want need it to be able to go people pick it up and enjoy it the first time because exactly that, yeah, yeah. And go, oh that's like the parallel the, the backstory of that was that they, we wanted to make a parallel with it wasn't too bitter it's very sessionable with a lower bit lower alcohol but also gets those side drinkers because i mean parallel in craft industry is that stepping stone between going your carton draft and your vb yep. into craft drink beer yeah so i wanted to or even the ciders and what we're getting back from the girls and the guys there into like oh i actually don't mind that like i've got mm-hmm. plumber mates who's like mate this is fucking bullshit this is fruity as <laughs> and he mentioned the other day and he's like dude i can't stop drinking it <laughs> perfect man that's exactly what we wanted that's what it. was the first sort of feedback that you got after releasing it for the first first time has it, um, has it has it changed much from the original product? Yeah, it has a little bit. Mornington Brewery has been amazing. Like I've met Matt, uh, Matt Babe there at the Common Folk like fifty times. <laughs> the brewing industry is you know, very um, collaborative and That's supportive. Awesome. Yeah, it doesn't you can I mean you can call Stone and Wood and they give you a hand. Um, so right. awesome. So those guys have been awesome, but we actually brewed our first commercial beer at Mornington and it was cool. 20, 20 kegs nice. per month. Um, and we sold out we literally launched in November and we sold out in Christmas because we brought on a couple of customers and straight away the beer was great. But that was also a big thing because you can craft, you can you can homebrew and you get a taste. But there's, in my opinion anyway, homebrew will always have a little bit of a taste that's similar to homebrew. Yeah. And yeah. commercial, you go from a 50 litre batch at home to a 1,000 or 2,000 litre batch at a commercial brewery that's not your brewery. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And well, I remember going down in the morning to brewery on a Saturday and I tasted right out of the bright tank and I was like, mate, this is, I, I, I couldn't wipe a smile from my face. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Absolutely not. He's, and he's that, he's a typical bro. Like, he's just like, oh no, we need to do this. We need to wipe back. So mate, just yeah. stop for a second and like that. That is cracker. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll drink that. So yeah, that's, it's been awesome that we it's haven't cool. had any, you know, there's always going to be people that don't drink parallel, but the support yeah. and the people, the, the feedback's been amazing. So it's good. Yeah, awesome. it's really good. That's really, really cool. What's your, if you could, like, obviously you've talked about it a little bit, but what are your, yours and Blake's and Simon's roles in the business and how does it all work together? Yeah, so oh, I suppose in business, I've, a couple of lessons I have learned in, in regards to setting up business. It's, it's been my business plan. I am the accountant. Um, I stepped in. I, I, the one thing I failed at with this business is that 
when I drew the line on going from full-time work to working on the business, in our business, um, because things dropped, 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 we ran out of beer, no one was on top of it, and yep. that was one thing I didn't have across in my head, it's like, when do I do it? Yep. Because not only are you putting your own money up, you're also going, right, I, I want to get, a, I'm going to pay, pay ticket, but it was never been about, never will yep. be, or never, you know, has been about that, but um, yeah, I, I've structured the company, I've got six directors, and yep. everyone says, oh, there's six directors, that's a lot of people to manage on top of the structure yeah. in, a, in a strategy situation. But, you know, uh, I think that works really well for us because we're all, we're all coming at different angles, but the direction's the same, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But for me, as managing director, that's been very hard to manage. It's been very stressful. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, but I think it's also as well, like you bring, you know, three of us that, you know, kind of, we knew each other quite well, me and Blake especially, but these other three guys on top of that never met each other before. And I'm the youngest or one of the youngest, me and Blake are a week apart. Yeah. I'm older than Blake by one week, but I am one of the youngest <laughs> yeah. to have to prove myself as well. Yeah. You know, they signed up to it, but they want to see some actual performance. And yeah. that's been a good proving ground for me. Yeah. But to balance that out, it's been hard. So I'm, I'm managing director. Um, I don't really care about the role. General manager, managing director, yeah. I don't give a shit what the title is, to yeah. be honest. Um, but I'm apparently a control freak. Um, but that just means just get the job done. Right? Yeah. I wouldn't have to mind when, it, when it's your baby, mate, you're going exactly, to be a control yeah. there's, freak. There's regardless. a lot of passion there. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I've sort of been at the forefront of all the, the business side of things, paying the bills, uh, chasing up on... All the um, fun stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. And that's the thing I love, all business, all aspect, aspects of it. Like the, the branding's been me and I'm an accountant and that's really unheard of what... My partner Katie is the graphic designer and textile designer, so it's awesome. sort of her, she's been putting out with me going like, I don't know how to do a brief. Well, she's so, smashed oh, the. Uh, I don't want that. I don't want this. Logo. Yeah, and that's it's been amazing to get that feedback. That's been one of the most exciting things for me to go. Oh wow, these guys actually like what I've done here, and it, you know, for me it's a bit too close. Probably you looking at your logo. Is, yeah, if you've been involved, it's in like, it's like oh. yeah. It just sometimes. Sometimes I love it, it, sometimes I don't. Yeah, exactly, same here. Yeah. And I see it on the shelf and you're like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So I've been involved in it, all of that and I've been in the factory, the factory's a thousand square metres and I've been in the front office by myself in an empty factory for uh, <laughs> since February. So um, it's been a long haul. Um, but then yeah. I'm, just, I'm literally now coming into a situation where the beer's picked up and somebody's been managing that yeah. in the venue. So one of our directors is also, um, is now the venue manager. Um, for the ve- for the venue, so it's going to help awesome. me so yeah. I can sort of delegate a bit more, um, so we can focus on putting the brewery in, and then Blake's um, taken over as brewery manager. Yeah. So those two there, and I've also got another guy, um, one of the directors, JP. He is doing all sales, marketing, and PR. Huge. Um, so yeah, he's that's working good. quite closely with me. It's because it's it's still a small business. I'm still getting my hands on all of it. Well, that's the thing. Like but, you, you still have to wear all the different hats. Yeah. You just have to oversee how everyone does. Yeah. And, and we're, I'm literally just doing that now. So I like I'm still. I've got 7,500 emails from the three days and I've got bills coming out so I'm dropping the ball on a few things but I'm feeling like I'm like oh yeah he's got that sort of I can, yeah. I can expect a result yeah. but it's also a very hard one learning curve for me in business is that you you can't expect really good results unless you're paying someone yeah. I mean there's a, there's a certain aspect behind you know at the end of the day it could be a multitude of reasons why they're not performing but um, yeah no, good talk. Oh, that's it. <laughs> good. No, it, you, you know, people always put, you know, all the directors have put a lot of time and effort in for free. Yeah. Um, you know, because they are passionate about it, but you can't expect, or I can't pull someone over the that, that, no, I've expected yeah. this. It runs out ago. eventually. Yeah. So um, that's been a bit of a challenge, but everyone's just put the time and effort in, and it's been good. So that's awesome. 
yeah. how difficult have it have you found it taking a step back from all these small roles and being able to delegate to someone it's the worst because I know Lockie <laughs> you having Virtus and taking on more staff and more team members you've been able to step back from a lot of things still have a bit of an overview of everything yeah mm-hmm. but just monitor from a distance I think I will have a problem <laughs> Um, I, I did the books for Amy at Flock Cafe and I mean she's a well, she's also working for us as bar manager at all awesome. bar staff now so awesome. um, she told me the other day she's like you're a micromanager I'm like yeah but I just need it done and once I'm happy with someone doing the job like with Blake and the brewery like I don't I know how to write a recipe I know how to brew um, but I'm not that good at it and I, I'm not interested in it as much as he is like he yeah, lives yeah. and breathes hops, grains where it's coming <laughs> from how it's made the smells and I can I can taste a beer and go yeah I like that and I can pick this out of it he will pick every part out of it and I trust him 100% so bringing him on board I can just go mate just get it done Yeah. and I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at it but there's sometimes there's things where I was like why, why are you here like last night um, what three hours before we opened Telstra decided to cut the internet and <laughs> my pod system my card machines all the networking is done an hour and 15 minutes on the phone and I'm starting to sweat because I don't have a backup. Yeah. They tell me that they've cut, they've transferred me over the NBN and I have no internet for 24 hours. Oh. <laughs> oh, so that sort of stuff. Great timing, yeah. Telstra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this so, podcast is sponsored by Telstra yeah, if anyone's no, out there. Don't worry about that. I haven't finished with them yet. I'm so gutted. And that's the thing, like I always yeah. have a backup. Did you get sorted? So another hour on the phone, I fixed up a, like a wireless access for through networking and, and the phone. Yeah. Because um, I couldn't partake money and I couldn't get the POS machines running. So, yeah. But that was, we opened the doors without having internet and I, that's, yeah, I, I, I they call me Grangry, so I get Grant angry. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, so. That's <laughs> clever. On the phone at Telstra, throwing things around the office and swearing and cursing and I came out and what, what I was so happy with this, the, the staff were just crazy. They, they, that's were, cool. they were just, they nailed it and this was their first day and they've got, you know, one of the big bosses there, which is, you know, I'm only a couple of years older, older than most of them. Yeah. I'm losing my mind and I'm trying to help them. <laughs> But the directors come home and say, mate, just leave. You don't need to be here. Yeah. But at the cool. same time, you have to be there. <laughs> it's the first yeah. night for starters, but I also want to be there to help, and it's our brand. Yeah. So yeah. more hands on deck. It's not, I'm not okay with walking away knowing that there's stuff to be done. Yeah, but I think that, that makes a good leader. I think you, you can't just walk away and go, well, I'll put someone in charge of it. I don't give a shit what happens yeah. because you need to. Yeah, I think so, good leader shows people how to do it and then steps back but is there to help if they exactly. fall, right? Yeah. How's it been to go from like you and Blake at time mostly and then to 25 staff or 25-ish staff like almost straight away? Yeah, well, literally as of yesterday, two days ago. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? You probably don't know yet. The, the, literally the factory, we finished our building on Wednesday morning. Yeah. Brandon was in there doing a mural. He finished an hour before people rocked up. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, or two hours. Sorry, Brandon, I'm not trying to have a crack at you, mate. I'll just say just be English. <laughs> Josh Brown, Snake Oil, just be better. Like, oh, mate, when, you when should was, say... Like, it was Wednesday, the, right? It was the most detailed mirror. Yeah, oh. This is the one thing, the one thing that I didn't run past Katie, which, I, you know, she's kind of the brand brand manager for us. Yeah. Like, all for free, which is fantastic. But uh, that's the one thing I didn't run past her. I, I met up with Brownie and we spoke to him about what we were trying to do. And we did have a farm, keep it coastal, and I'll just put it on the wall, just go for it, man, because I trust them, and that's the whole point about They're amazing. In. How amazing exactly. are they, what they do? Yeah, and Kate's like, oh, I don't know what's it, and everyone walks in, and it's like, holy shit, this is amazing, so I'm stoked with that, but um, <laughs> I literally, and I, I had chairs come from China, and the, I had, I don't watch the news, and I didn't know what's going on, and suddenly someone's called, he's like, mate, 
they're banked up that you haven't used another dock because oh, they're all on strike and oh, yeah. so I had a whole container load of all my chairs oh, so we were going to open with no chairs and, and stools and they get lots there? of stuff and they literally ended at 2 o'clock before oh. we opened <laughs> that's, that's so that's nice. all the stories you get yeah. it's always going to happen yeah. and um, nothing ever yeah. runs perfectly but, it, but you make it work right yeah exactly yeah. so you know you go into what are we doing next when I have to hire $3,000 worth of chairs for two days it's, yeah. just, it's so expensive I'm like okay well you know you're already here you need to open um, but that literally at four o'clock before I left to get changed to, to do our shareholder night, yeah. it all hit me. As like I just felt, I didn't know what it was. It was like I nearly had a bit of a breakdown on the way home. I was like, holy shit, what 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 have we done? <laughs> so and then I had to come back and you know do a speech in front of 120 people about what was making me emotional. Um, I looked, knack- I probably still look knackered. I'm just yeah, running on adrenaline. It's been a big week for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a big year for you. Yeah. Well, this week's it's been, been a big seven years yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long trip. Yeah. Which so. is cool, Brownie, because Brownie Brownie trains with us, and I was meant to, he was meant to train on Tuesday. And he sent me a message like half an hour after he was meant to start. He's like, "Yeah, not gonna make it." G Road had me by the balls. Oh, I've, I've got to finish this mural, and I'm just like, "Fine, but send us a picture." <laughs> I like and, it, mate. He did the best job. Yeah, like, you nailed it. Yeah, I am so jealous of your mural. Like, we got, we got some cool cool artwork up on our walls. Yeah, but you do. That was yeah. genuinely like game changer. Yeah, and I was a little bit worried as well because what we've done there is quite like, architecturally clean and, and but it's sort of it, I just don't bring something mate it just blends everything together yeah. it balances everything out you know it's yeah. it, we are a brewery but we're also a restaurant like you come in you have a full meal um, our head chef is absolutely amazing so it sort of blends two together yeah. um, so I couldn't have done any better it's, it's, yeah it's legend. pretty it's pretty cool and it shows how freaking talented some people yeah. are I could draw like a stick figure and a duck. They're the two, they're the two <laughs> ducks. I wouldn't even waste my time. Mate, I want to see this. I can draw a duck. I'll, uh, I won't be able to put it on the podcast, but I'm drawing a duck right now that's and it's good. fucking awesome. That's impressive. Thoughts? I can yeah, actually I'm draw it. with a seagull, but that's fine. That's no, good. Yeah, mate. It's a fucking duck, mate. Yeah, nice. So, I like it. I can also draw a shark. I can also draw a shark. Yeah, we might have a, a little. Uh, you, got, well, you guys have got the, the dolphin. Yeah, the have dolphin. You, have you named him? No, we haven't. Haven't? No, the octopus is now in the van. Good. So that yeah, cool. that looks amazing. Yeah. So that was JP. And great van too. How good yeah. is that van? <laughs> oh, well, we needed the van a long time ago. Yeah. I need two vans. Yeah. But that's all right. We'll, we'll get around to it. Because Blake the Brewer's like, oh man, I can't do this. And I'm like, oh, well, you're just going to have to put up with it, mate. I'd say, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's no. Yeah. Yeah, that's, in, that's insane. What's, what's the next step? Now that you're, like, obviously you probably just want to enjoy it a little bit and make sure everything runs smoothly. But what's the next step now that you're open and you're rolling? Um, the, the reason we opened was because we got so much support from locals wanting to come down. You know, the venue is where people can show their support. Yeah. The reason why we, we were supposed to do cans at the start of the year, but we weren't happy with, uh, well, A, it's a, it's a massive investment for that sort of stuff because all the minimum laws are huge. So we postponed it, but we finally made the decision to do it. But it's a way for everyone that gets behind us without having to buy a keg or go and buy it from somewhere else because yeah. wholesaling is not great, but it's also a good way of getting our branding out there. But yeah. Cans are you know, awesome. So that and having the venue open is the reason why we did it sooner than doing the brewery. But we're um, I've just taken on a new investment, um, some really passionate blokes cool. um, to give us the brew house. So literally as of now, the focus changes over to putting in a you know, million dollars worth of equipment in the next side of the brewery. That's so sick. That, that'll, it's basically from one project managing job to another, but um, now we've got a little bit of income coming in, a bit more than just yeah. an empty factory. Yeah. So that's what's really exciting. That's, that's super exciting. How, how important has it been to have that, I guess, community support? And I'm sure everyone on the peninsula has probably gotten around you. Oh, everyone. Yeah. I can 
same thing. I mean, JP's been doing our sales and he's been absolutely amazing. Like, he doesn't stop. Like, he'll yeah. message me at 5 in the morning. <laughs> and he, messaged, he messaged me after our, uh, our shareholders night at like 5 40 in the morning. He's like, mate, how good's today? What's going on? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, just let chill. me sleep, mate. doesn't stop. And I love that energy and he's always got it, which is great. But, um, oh. I'm tired. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, like, when did you guys actually launch your like all your wholesaling and start start uh, jumping into pubs? November last year. Yeah, and then, I, yeah, the support. Yeah, so as soon as we launched it, even the pale, um, within two three weeks, we already had you know, Portsea Hotel, Flinders Hotel, um, Casa de Player, yeah, and a couple of the big ones. And they're huge. Like even Portsea, I've never seen craft beer, local craft beer, yeah. on there besides their own because they're owned by a colonial brewery. Colonial Brewing Company, yeah. um, and that we were stoked with that, and they have just been so like we were we were down there for snow jams. They let us have our own bar, um, get around the staff. They wear our, our merchandise. Yeah. So and, and it's in Portsy, like we're in Jemima, and you know yeah. they're, they're all behind us from straight. From, they call themselves the Jetty Road Originals. So you know, <laughs> it's just awesome to see you guys yeah, like that. And, that's sick. And that's the reason. Like I'm, if I'm working, you know, most of the time I don't know what day it is, and I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't matter, matter mate. No one's just stops. another day. And if you're there on a Saturday, Sunday working from the office, we didn't paint the factory or put any logos up until literally last week. Um, because I still have people rocking up. I have no address. I'm having trouble now because I don't know technology that well. <laughs> yeah. I haven't updated the address so no one knows where we're at, but people are turning up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were fine because they were going into the website and drilling in so quick so much they could actually see where they where we are on the map without yeah, the address. Yeah. Gotcha. That's and cool. they were knocking on our door. So That's I awesome. knew that the support was there. So yeah. it's been it's been unreal. Even with the brewery breweries. I mean we're all getting together now trying to work out a brewery trail and awesome. you know, more than the area. So it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, but like the more breweries and craft beer there are on the peninsula, the more people are going to start drinking or continue to drink craft beer on the peninsula and everyone wins. I think, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the growth in the whole of Australia. We're, we're behind yeah. New Zealand by, I reckon, three years. We're behind America by at least seven. Yeah. Um, and it's about quality over quantity, and that's what I'm about because, yeah. you know, I, I don't think it's healthy to drink 30 beers. You know, <laughs> Definitely it's, it's, not. It just isn't. It's like drinking, no, I don't think it's Science. healthy. Funny, yeah, funny that. Exactly. <laughs> People do it though. That's, that's yeah, the sad thing. That, that is right? the and sad thing. The trend is changing. Yeah. Have have a couple, enjoy it, but talk 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 about it with your friends. But like have a good like quality conversation over exactly. it. Don't just go get fucking shit faced for the sake of getting yeah, shit faced. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you have three of the. You know, you go to Mornington, you have an imperial stout, you have two of them, and you're in your ass. But you know, it's <laughs> yeah, true. That's a that's a different out. kind of cook though. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You're like, I'm not not bloated, I'm not unhealthy by doing that. So that's what I'm passionate about. That's what's changing. Yeah, I think I remember the first time we had your beer was our Christmas party, our staff Christmas party last year. You guys were over over at the Nook. You had you had your oh, yeah. you had your trailer at the Nook. Yeah, yeah, the, the van. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One one of our staff members ended up in hospital after that, but I don't necessarily know if it was directly <laughs> related. Don't you. I think I that. If it was directly related to the uh, to the Jetty Road, but it was yeah. I remember tasting that beer and then just going, "This is this is really cool." And then start like, you know, it's that like cognitive bias where you start seeing things everywhere. Like I remember seeing yeah. your beer everywhere, and yeah. every pub we seemed to go to seemed to be one of the ones with with your yeah. beer, and it's yeah. just it's. It seems to have blown up. How many uh, different establishments are you guys in now? Do you have a, do you have a number or a guess? Um, launching the cans has been amazing. Like we've we've drawn a line to Frankston. You know, there's yep. no point. I don't have the money to pay for a sales rep. So yeah, you know, doing Frankston and down Porty, we've got 65 venues that are stocking us, which wow. is just that's huge. Yeah, that's it's really cool. And and people like even in the city, people are like, oh yeah, I've heard of those guys. They're really good payout. I'm like, how do you know that? Like yeah. it's just yeah, well, it's, it's good. good. It's, 
Yeah, exactly. And especially down here. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. it's not hard to yeah. start wherever you get it going, but we don't have a marketing budget. We don't have, like, I still do the social media. I do the website. Marcel from One Two has been absolutely amazing for us. Yeah. Um, but that's all the money I spent, and it's just been me. And that's cool. I was just doing, I was just doing a post then, and I literally, I'll tell you what, hashtags can go fuck off. <laughs> I'm so dumb. How, how do you do it? Because like, I, I run our social media, yeah. even though I've got a marketing guy. Yeah. So go fucking figure. <laughs> Coop. Oh. Chip in, mate. Do something good. Isn't that part of the job? Just waiting. Wait for my moment. I haven't delegated yet, so that's no, either, no, but you know what? Either have I. I've got a JP's my marketing manager with PR and events, and then I've also got a um, Susan who from AJ Marketing, which is in the Nook as well. Absolutely, freaking lovely. <laughs> um, but I'm still doing the social media because I think it's important to have that you know that organic vibe coming from yeah, someone beyond the business. I yeah. think both of you guys managing the social media accounts it's original it's authentic yeah. you can sense how you can sense the, the vibe from yeah. what you post yeah. and I think because you have such a strong vision yeah. that carries over uh, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah. but I think that's like I was talking to one of one of the guys that one of my mates that's a stockbroker uh, a stockbroker and he was saying that he will only or he'll try and only invest in in founder run companies like where the CEO is the or is one of the founders yeah. because then they've got that authentic vision and they're not just going to not going to be an executive that just comes in and smashes it right yeah. so then you've got like and you guys I see all your all your social media and it's just so genuine because yeah. it's like you can see the passion through it and yeah. I think yeah. like that quality and that passion and that drive comes through in social media and you yeah. can see that's through right. the people that are just doing it for the yeah. sake of it yeah exactly agreed that's true very true speaking of the uh, the beer industry where do you see Australia's industry going in the next few years well, that's a really good question I mean I, my family's quite into politics and discussions on current issues and I used to be really into it like Bloomberg watching all that sort of financial stuff and yeah, also that's that point where it doesn't if it's not affecting my day to day in regards to um, I don't like talking about watching the negativity on the news. Um, you know, you watch your Simon Sinek, you watch all those positive things. Stop and I was like, it. no, I'm done. But talking dirty to me. Yeah, I love it. Oh, it, it's it's addictive, and um, yeah. you know that sort of stuff is really positive. But I've stopped doing all the news and that sort of stuff. But at the moment, getting into an industry, you kind of need to know what's going on. Yeah, and it's very interesting to see. You know. Breweries being taken over by CUB or Lion yeah. Nathan. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. I really don't know. It'd be like I mean, Pirate Life was basically they they were a lifestyle brand, which is kind of what I want to do. Yeah. It's not just about you know. It, we've tried. I don't even have a marketing plan just yet. <laughs> um, but it is about an experience. That's what we yeah. want. We don't want just the beer. It's got to be yeah. about experiencing it, and that's the important part in a lifestyle brand. And that's what Pirate Life were doing, and they were two or three years in. Yeah. And they've sold a CUB, and that just goes, well, like, yeah. for me, as a business owner, it's like, I'm not even done yet. Like, you guys were just here, and yeah. you haven't even plateaued. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens, because they were literally, you know, besides Stone and Wood, independent, um, there's a couple of really good independence ones, but they're, yeah. not, they're not nationwide. They're, well, they're not big as, you know, Pirate Life or Stone and Wood yeah. or, yeah. you know, Feral Brewing, which is in WA. Yeah. They were the number one beer for, I oh, don't know, three yeah. years. Um, and they've got as well I mean there's always a reason behind it you don't know like you're yeah. financing you could be trying to do something or there could be just support or the way the structure of the purchase you know the buyout could be completely different so I don't want to talk shit but <laughs> it, it is interesting to see what's going on and I yeah. feel that there is a massive gap in the market for actual independent brewers like you get online and you look at the social media 
the support behind businesses that are owned by you know conglomerates no one wants it Mm. you know someone was saying you know they lose you know uh, I don't know what the percentage was but they lose a percentage in the market because in America they're actually putting on their cans and their bottles independent that's cool so you can only put it on if you're actually independently owned so I think that's probably where we'll go but it's taken off quicker than I was expecting like to see Pirate Life and Feral go and Mm. Four Pines Oh, was it four points? Yeah. 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 Those guys just going under. I mean, at the end of the day, we are running a business and everyone has a, a, a dollar figure. A price, yeah. Know. If someone says, you know, I'll give you $20 million each to walk away, you're probably going to take it. Um, you know, but yeah, that's, that's the hard truth, really. Yeah. It doesn't matter how passionate Mate, you are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what they're probably going to do. You yeah. Know? Do, do yeah. your, whatever the sign is, do five, ten years out of the industry and then you go and buy one in Mooster and live on the beach and surf every day. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Is yeah. your, like, obviously your goal, Jetty Road's goal is to go nationwide? I'd like to, yeah. yeah. I'd like to, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't I really have much more of a plan than just getting the beer to a point where we're actually producing, we've got 16 taps on at the moment. We don't, we're filling three of them. Yeah. So once we've got them all going and we're producing some good beer and, yeah. and there is a demand for it, I'd love to for everyone to be trying Jetty Road. Yeah. Um, but I suppose we'll just see how, how, how it all falls out. That's cool. Like being being someone who's I guess business driven and loves that mm-hmm. side of things. What have been your resources that you've looked at and followed and chased up over the last seven years? Resources as in books, podcasts, people, whatever. Um. Yeah. I literally have for the last I reckon six months I have fallen off the train on everything. Which I've is completely been... understandable because everything like you should like. It's understandable that you've had nose to the trough just getting yeah, everything done for it. It is, but it's also like you're passionate about those things. Like you need to keep... They come back. I was doing CrossFit before, you know, my mate started cramming CrossFit. Yeah, awesome. um, I've always done it and I started doing it. I, start, I finished my job at, at Clubwings, which is a golf management business. And I stopped and I was like, righto, going down to the factory by myself, doing my own job. I was like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. And I had enough time to do it. And then as soon as March hit, I was like, I don't have time to <laughs> go and work out, which yeah. is just a freaking cop out. Yeah, well, um, it's pathetic. Mate, I'm but going then, through the same shit at the moment. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I own a gym and I'm in, <laughs> I'm in there like all week and I struggle to find an hour a day to train. So, yeah. mate, I get it completely. Yeah, and I only now I'm starting to go, like, I need to do something so I'm getting to that point now delegating and getting people in which is good, good. Um, mm. but yeah I um, what was the question <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you get I guess where did you allow yourself to learn about all the business side of things as well as obviously oh, your accounting TED degree talks. but TED, TED Talks Club good. Links I, I, when I joined Club Links I moved from a tax agent business to uh, golf, uh, what is it, an accounting management management account they're more fluid flexible yeah. um, and it's more of a managerial role um, and I spoke to them and I said, look, this is what I'm doing. I'm not going to cut the shit because I don't want to hide this because it's yeah. too hard to manage. <laughs> so I would get in three hours before my day would start at Club Links and then I'd probably stay two hours afterwards. Yeah. But during the day, if I needed to answer, like Facebook Messenger was one of the ways that I you know, networked. Yeah. Um, so I use that. And I, that's cool. as long as my job's getting done and you're happy with my, you know, if I'm smashing it out for you, I'm going to do what I need to do. That's and cool. it's going to do this all day. Yeah. And... Yeah, that was being good for me, but TED Talks during the day, I'm an accountant, I sit to 12 to 14 hours a day on my ass, which is great for your body. Um, but just Standing desk, mate, just get a, like a ream paper box, put your laptop oh, or no, computer no. on top, 30%, you'll burn 30% more energy standing. I need all of that. I need fact. all of that. Fun fact. Yeah, okay. 30%, which means you could drink 30% more beer 
and maintain the same body composition. Oh, we need to talk that out. That's Logic. the point. Yeah, no, I like that. No, no I need science. To, well, I just keep myself out of my office, so ah, I need good. to. I need to find really the um, the bench seats are pretty high. Yeah, so, 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 yeah. so yeah, 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 so, yeah, so, yeah that's do, dangerous. I'll definitely do that. But yeah, TED talks. Um, I'm yeah, I'm really into positivity. That's why I start watching the news. Like, if I want to find out about something, yeah. Um, that's why I like Bloomberg. It's all financially based, but it's only factual. You go on the ABC quite left ring but you get the facts you don't get this yeah. like who stabbed who who drove over who I'm done with that <laughs> so the, yeah, yeah those positivity ones were good Simon Sinek um, oh geez, I've read a fair few books he, he's come up probably the last five podcasts well, I had a laugh because like you know I know um, Angus and Alana yeah. and what like, a Simon Sinek too, like, we just we all yeah, like, Angus and I with, and Matt Box um, Humble Body yeah. you know yeah. Simon Sinek it's just that's exactly what the vibe is we just haven't got that business dialed up yet yeah. and yeah it's it, that sort of guy is just spot on for me in the way I think yeah um, well I think any any business owner any anyone that's enjoying business or anyone that's in that's working in a is a cog in a business. Yeah. If you listen to Simon Sinek and you're not inspired or, you know, yeah. or passionate about what he's talking about, like you're probably not doing the right thing. Yeah, or you're not interested in, in any of that sort of yeah. stuff. And that, there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, I was gonna say anyone anyone can get value from reading his books or watching oh, him speak. Yeah. There's always gonna be little gems you're gonna take from yeah. that. Regardless of whether you're the top dog in the business or you're yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll get home now. Jump, jump on YouTube onto TV. Oh, eat, eat, eat dinner <laughs> and listen to, and watch Simon Sinek and Jocko Willink and and Rogan oh, and, and all yeah. those all those incredible like Brian Brown yeah. like all those thought leaders that are just like you're just sitting there like yes yes <laughs> I remember sitting there, sitting in the car with 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 Matty Borg shout out who you know very well yes and we were we were driving I think we were driving up to the Royal Children's Theatre Rye and we were listening to a podcast with. Oh, I can't remember who it was now. Um, Kelly Brogan, who's and and, and Joe Rogan, yeah. Um, which is, an, if for anyone that has listened, it's an amazing episode. Psychologist is basically no medication, and Maddie's like sitting in the back seat and just like literally like cheering. She's like, "Yes, oh my god, yes, yes!" And she's like punching the air, and she's getting up and about. I'm like, I like look at her, I'm like, "You right, man?" But but like that's the feeling you get when you watch yep, that stuff absolutely. because it it, oh. it resonates with you yeah, so yeah. deeply. Yep. And it allows you to show, like, it, it's kind of like, and like Gary Vee's kind of similar for me, like, it just mm. it reminds you of why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, true. And, and it, and it can't, you, you, when you have those shitty days, and I'm sure you would have had fucking plenty over the last seven mm. years, like, I've had plenty, I'm sure <laughs> Coop's had plenty, yeah. where you're just like, fire out, this is hard. Like, it gives you that little kick you need. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's like that little, I mean, it's almost like grabbing a coffee with someone that you need, that, that, that's a professional in it like watching video you don't yeah. need to be talking yeah. back to them just listen to that experience and mm. that knowledge it's just absolutely amazing so yeah, yeah absolutely yeah TED Talk saved me I reckon that's cool I, yeah YouTube videos and all that sort of stuff and then you know books like I mean I don't I'm not a book reader so um, Richard Branson um, and Nelson Mandela those sort of books it's just like Nelson Mandela's book was very hard to get through uh, this is massive but yeah. just taking away the little bits and pieces yeah. that you can relate to it's just like wow like a and if it, anything you're doing is, is is hard, it's definitely worth doing. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's all. I mean, I like that. it's that typical. You know, if you don't put in the time, you don't get that gain. If you don't go through the shit, you don't. You're not going to enjoy it at all. You're not going to appreciate it if it's just given to you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No. It's funny how all those cliches that you hear as a kid like, oh. start to actually like come full circle. You're like. Oh, so that's why people say that over yeah. and over and over and over again. Right off, I laughed. I was listening to Alana's podcast with you last. I was actually at the start of the week. 
and I pissed myself because I haven't been on YouTube for a while. Like, I can't. I I hired a video the other day. I was like, I'm watching DVD. I never watched it, and it was three hours of you. I haven't watched TV for that long. Why is it DVD, man? It's 2017. Download, I mean, legally buy it like I did or go down to the shop. Legally download off iTunes is what I was trying to say before you two rudely interrupted. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have an iTunes account, mate. I'm a Samsung man. Oh, wow. You're one of those ones. Yeah, I'm one of those ones. Android. Yeah, Android all the way. You'll be, you'll be on, like, Coop will be on the Apple phone. I'm not far off. Yeah, Apple. See, I'm doing the same thing. I just got a uh, S8 and it's doing my head in. Be a progressive uh, sheep, boys. Just nah, be a sheep. I refuse to. And that, yeah. But anyway, I had a laugh because I was listening <laughs> to Alana and I just got back onto it, like, feeling like I've got more time on my hands. I watched a video and it was Simon Sinek and I think it was only three months old, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But he was talking about the, the whole situation on the, the run he was talking about, going on a, on, a, on a run in New York and the bagels. Yeah. And that right. resonated me. Yeah. I think that's the same thing. It's like, I don't need to worry about these little things that are going away on me because this big picture, it's going to save all of it and we'll yeah. just deal with it. And, and and I think Alana said that and I just laughed out there because I went, holy shit. I've been bagel, telling yeah. everyone about that story. It's like, <laughs> the bagel, man. You just got to look at the bagel. Fucking lies. Yeah, Get yeah, in the exactly. For those that haven't watched that talk, it's Simon Sinek <laughs> and, and, and he's with one of his mates and there's a line for free bagels. And he says that, Awesome, free bagel, let's line up. And, and his mate only sees the line. So he's just like, I don't want to line up for the bagel. And then Simon's next like, dude, free bagel. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So, and like, but that mindset thing is really, really positive. Is that something uh, really positive, really important to have that positive mindset? Absolutely. Is that something you work on or you, yeah. you just have? Well, I think that's probably the reason why I stopped watching the news and I look for the information yeah. I need. Um, I don't know who the guy is from TED Talks, but he's a positive psychologist and he's talking about you know, the, the same thing is like, the, like me and my partner have wrote on like the book and you write three positive things yeah I think it was what it was the speech is amazing I, I watched I'd watch it once a week I reckon for the first three months while I was at work that's huge and it was just about you know writing three things down that are positive things you're grateful for and it could be just like I'm just grateful for you know not feeling pain yeah. after a CrossFit workout yesterday yeah. or I'm grateful for my dog being an absolute muppet or all those <laughs> sort of things because it's just continually positive and, yeah. and then at the end you'd have to write an email to someone so during the day you just smash through your work and mm. I've always I'm like I'll be strict even thinking on the way here my text message to you aren't necessarily the way I like to I'm like hey you mate that's <laughs> the message yeah, yeah. and you get that positive I hate not doing that, but it says like, you know, write an email to someone and say thank you for whatever work you've done. And I, I got into the habit of doing that and I felt really good. Yeah. So that's a massive thing for me. I'm always positive. I try to be. Yeah. I'll, I'll lose my shit. I'll fall off the <laughs> handle. Um, but it doesn't... You like, check yourself and come back yeah, to it. Yeah. Like if I have a shit day at work or I'm having a shit moment, that's fine and I'll lose my cool. Um, yeah. But it doesn't actually carry through with me. I've, I've gone through that moment. Now what's the solution? Yeah. I think that's just the way I've been brought up with my family. But... Yeah, that's that's probably saved me a lot. Yeah, it's really it's really important to be able to check yourself after it and go, that's not me, but you know, I feel better for it, or I've yeah, I, I'm able to get through it. Yeah, mm. and, I, and that's the thing. Like I, I'm very mouthy when I'm, <laughs> when I'm angry or you know, you know, worked up. Yeah, and that's something I'm just like, you know what? That's how I manage my. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have those at moments. I haven't had it all all year. <laughs> Things that are out of my control and I don't have a backup for, that's when I lose my shit. Yeah. You know, so, and that, but I accept it and if I walk, like I'll never take it out on anybody else, 
See, this is just shareholders just chasing me down. <laughs> Come on, free beer. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I, um, I, Thank I, you for the free beers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no worries. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad we're drinking gin, but that's, that works well. <laughs> They're in the fridge. Re- like They'll be ready to go. Well, they are cold. I've got the biggest cool room you'll that's ever awesome. seen. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Good you're, you're, you're a great man. Well, thanks for the T-shirt. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope I fit into it. Yeah. If, if you don't, we'll just start training again, then you will, eventually. Yes, I will. Uh, we, we've got a bunch of questions for you. They can be as as long-winded or as concise as you want. Yep. First one, what is your philosophy on life? And I know you've kind of described it a little bit there, but if you could shorten it, elevate a pitch to how how you think everyone should live their, live their lives. Um, I, th- I think you, you asked this question quite a bit because I've been listening to you. I love week. this question. <laughs> I think, uh, oh, you're talking about this for a while from a lot of friends. Do what you enjoy, and that's it. That that's all it is. Because mm. I'm not that person that goes to work for someone like tradies. Go to work, enjoy your job, yeah. Earn a bit of money and enjoy it, and go come home and watch TV every night, and but enjoy beer. That yeah. that could be all you want, yeah. And there is nothing wrong with that, but mm. that's not me. Everyone's so got that. Everyone's as long got as you're thing. enjoying yourself, because I don't want to put up with someone or deal with someone or know someone that's not enjoying themselves but mm. continues to do it. Yeah, I mean that's my sister. Um, she came, but she went. She went. She's a solicitor in the city. She's doing criminal law, and she was doing massive, high-profile stuff. Yeah, and it was massive stress. And um, she went away for six months with her now fiance, and she came back, and she went back to the same job. I'm like, you fucking didn't like it, then, and what do you think you do now? Nothing's gonna change. And yeah. then she was living down here, and I was like, not only that, you're travelling an hour, and you're not enjoying it. And she goes, yeah, but I've done three or four years of study. Yeah. I'm failing. I said, you're failing at life if you're that miserable. Um, and I think that I'm hoping that helped it. Yeah, what was because, that like having that conversation with your sister? Um, eye opening for me because yeah. that's something that I had just I spat that out and I went, you know what, that's really true. You know, if you're not happy with something, change it. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm that sort of person, you will work it out. Yeah. Yeah, throwing the deep end. Mate, I hundred percent believe. If you end up working in a coffee shop but you're happier than <laughs> yeah. working in a, another joint, then then do that. But then as long as you're chipping away at something you're passionate about, mm-hmm. I don't care. It, it's supposed to be hard, it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. I was got really worked up about that. Like, <laughs> you're not failing anything. I don't care if yeah. you do a study on. I don't spend, can care if you spend ten years doing a uh, you know a degree in something that you love doing. You, yeah. But you realise you don't love it. Yeah. You know, you can go on the workforce and go. Do you know what? This is really depressing. Yeah. This is really hard, and I'm not enjoying it. And she did. She moved to. She's now in Hastings. She lives in Frankston, and she's a solicitor, and he's enjoying herself. Happy so, yeah. But it was a massive deal for her to do that. Yeah. But that was. I said it out loud. I'm like. Oh, try that down. That's fucking great. <laughs> so as long as you enjoy yourself, that's all I care about. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you've got to earn money. Unless you've been yeah. doing that, you've got to earn your money and you've got to do your job. Yeah. But you either work to live or live to work. So mm-hmm. choose it and be happy. And if you can find that thing that you like, that's work that you're doing that you love doing, then then life's good, yeah. right? And I, like I always find that funny that people will spend three or four years at uni and realize they don't enjoy it, but mm-hmm. go, you know what? I've contributed three years of my life to this, so I'm going to do it for the next sixty. Keep going with it. Like. Wait, what? Like, yeah. it just makes no like no sense so at all. I think it's just Western society. Like, mm. I failed because I'm not doing what I studied to do. Like, yeah. who gives you mm. shit? Mm. Yeah. If you're coming home depressed, annoyed, angry at everybody else, or it's taking you three or four hours after you get home yeah. to wind down, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, and people I think, continue yeah. to do it. And I think it's a slow progression. Like, I've watched people in, you know, working in an office. It's not like one day it's fine, the next day it's shit. It's like this slow increase of just unhappiness but that unhappiness becomes a norm right exactly and it's, it's, yeah. you become that's my normal yep. like I'm just going to be unhappy hey I have a slightly better day here yeah. and one of, one of our staff members at Verda said it really well she's like I was 60% happy and I realised and like she was 
push to realize that 60% happy, 60% happy isn't good enough. Yeah. Like 100% happy is what you want. Yeah. And whatever changes you've got to make, and yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Like yes, to change anything is going to be really difficult, but when you do make that change and, and chase the thing you love, like I use, the, I use the language like what you both scares and excites you, if you chase that, then you're kind of sweet and you get out of that program life that we're taught with the mm. primary school to high school to uni to a job that you stay in for 40, 50 years then go yeah. get a gold watch and die. Like, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything fucking worse. Yeah. And like, like I'm sure you're the same, And but I spend every minute of my day doing the shit that I want to do. Yeah. Not, that, not to say it wasn't hard or it isn't hard or yeah. it isn't difficult or there's not struggles or I don't wake like wake up some mornings and not want to get out of bed or go to bed some nights and go shit how are we going to pay those bills but like you, you do it because you love it and that allows everything else to work itself out yeah. work itself out absolutely and you're moving, to, moving in the right direction and moving towards happiness yeah um, you need to be taking steps even like you said you might every day you might not be doing something that you may not enjoy but you're working towards it. You're working towards yeah. it, and you've got that awareness of that's what you want. I'm going to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Chase that. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Um, you've already pretty much answered it, but what is success to you? Oh, I got caught on that. I listened to another podcast. You know, <laughs> so I, I don't know who it was. It's I love like, how much of my podcast you've consumed. Oh, I smashed it, mate. I used to watch it. I used to listen a lot, and now Good. I haven't. So I was like, you know, what? I need to brush up on this. Sort of thing. <laughs> You know, talking about myself is I think that's you've got to learn how to do that yeah it's hard I, going I'm, I'm off tangent already but people will come so like, hey going what's going on with Groovy <laughs> like oh, like you'd have a shit day or a shit week and you get caught up and going oh yeah we're getting there you know people are asking because they're interested in their passion yeah. about what you're doing as well and you should also if you give that, them insight yeah. they're going to be bigger fans than yeah exactly so yeah. it's breaking um, free from saying I was always going to mention this before but saying if someone asks you how you're going just not being saying oh yeah good thanks Actually, being oh, two things I hate. Of... Two things I hate. Not an automatic response. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, good thanks, mate. Are you actually? Because I can see you've got a pack of shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm actually looking at the pack of shit, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And the other one is, oh, I'm so busy, mate. You're not fucking busy. I yeah. guarantee you're not busy. If you go home and watch TV at night time, you're not busy. Yeah. And that and that's but that's fine. I just feel like we as a, as a society we're getting to that point where like we everyone works too hard. Yeah. I guarantee. Like I, yeah. I think. Yeah. I do. I think that we do too many hours. Yeah. Working too hard. There's, yeah, there's working too hard and being productive. Like, yeah. I think there's. And I think learning from, like, coming from a professional background where you do, like, you go, right, I'm paying you 40, you're guaranteed doing 60 hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's that's just the norm. Yeah. Um, and I think that, 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 that sort of doesn't breed good um, business sense. But at the end of the day, people do work hard. But there is, you know, I don't know who, who was it, 24 hours in a day, you know, you just got, it's up to you to fill it out. Yeah. And people don't do that. And yeah. it's like, everyone goes, are oh, you going to burn out? You're like, well, I need to be there, here, and I need to do this, I need to do that. I don't need to sit down and watch TV because it's, it's not productive. So, yeah. Yeah, and you find like we use the analogy here, like you want to fill your cup, like you need to yeah. fill your cup before you pour into others, and that's that's fine. And like you might be aware of, you know what, for the next, like for the last six weeks. Or the last six months probably for you, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna do everything I need to do to make it work, yeah. and then when when I've got a chance to fill that cup back up, I will. And like it yeah. seems as though you've got your head on pretty well to be able to do that. Yeah, well, I, need, I I'm getting to that point now. I definitely like my partner Katie. She's like, 
oh, what was it, three, three, no, it would have been four or five weeks ago. I don't even know what day it is yeah. today, to be honest. So, um, <laughs> she said to me, we're going away. Like, she booked, like, booked us out and got a caravan, drove down to Warren and just chilled out for awesome. the weekend. Nice. Oh, we, we've been the long weekend for the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Um, just chilling out there. She goes, you just needed a break. But I still had, like, investors. I was truly trying to sign on a new investor. And I was always like, but getting away, yeah. but having someone to watch you back and go, right, yeah. you need to get that. I'm at that point now. So I'm acknowledging that now. I know I've overstepped the line. <laughs> yeah. But again, you know, I'm doing something I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. So you know you can do that extra 200% because people go, I'm done. And they're not even they're not even stretching themselves. Yeah, most, so people, I'm most people hearing, quit at 40%. I'm sick of yeah. hearing I'm busy. Because... <laughs> I mean, I, this is sounds stupid because I don't like. I didn't want to say it. I'm going to say it anyway. Like I, at the moment, I'm busy, but I could be busier. Yeah. And I feel like I'm about to fall down. Mm. But last night, like I finished at 10, 10 oh, 11 o'clock, and I was back at the factory. I actually took the morning off, and I was in there at eight thirty, and that was still stuffed me because I was like, I should have been there at six. Yeah. And I could have been there at six, but I decided to have the sleep in, and I freaking loved it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, and I feel like I'm busy. I've, I can feel like I'm, my voice has gone to shit. I'm tired. <laughs> it's know, a constant sleep. battle between like how hard you should push yourself and how hard you should like pull back. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's that I know I can do this and like... But for how long? But well, yeah, well, that's yeah, exactly yeah. it. And when you know or when you've got something to come up with, like, like everyone listening to the podcast, like this is going to be six weeks six seven weeks away from when it actually yeah. launches which doesn't really matter but like it's the week before Christmas and like I said to my staff earlier in the week like there's 168 hours in this week and I'm going to be using pretty much every one of them <laughs> like I've my whole week has been booked out whether it be for and like it's being mindful about what I'm spending my time doing yeah. right like spending time two hours or an hour doing a podcast isn't necessarily that's super tiring but like you get out of there and your brain's fried right so yeah, yeah. you can't you don't have that same kind of output you could afterwards yeah and I'm just kind of like crawling to crawling to Monday or Christmas yeah. day where you can have a little bit of a sleep in can spend the whole day with the family opening Christmas presents sitting in the pool drinking gin and just enjoying it <laughs> and I'm like that's that's gonna be Monday and yeah. I, I can't wait for it but yeah. That's Until Monday, I'm going to be smashing myself and I'm okay with it. Yeah, with the 168 hours, we use this for our for a lot of our clients to say, you're spending like maybe three or four hours in the gym every week. That's it, yeah. What are you spending the rest of your time on? <laughs> like, you're at work for X amount of hours, that's fine, but what are you doing with the, yeah. with the other hours? Yeah. Are you looking after yourself? And especially for you guys as the owners of successful, busy business. Like, so busy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Successful businesses. <laughs> how much time are you setting aside for yourselves yeah. to look after yourselves yeah. and take a bit of time off? And even if it is just for an hour to have a read or to chill out and, and have a beer. People don't do that. I don't do that. No. It's just stupid. When's your next holiday? I don't have one. Book one. Yeah. Because you have to. <laughs> like, like, I'm, like, I guess you've been doing it for a lot, lot longer in a way, but at the same time, like now that the... Now the the brewery's actually open. Yeah. It's still kind of fresh. Like yeah. I set I booked six weeks in South America in about four months. Yeah, so right. yeah, which is oh, like which for yeah. like which for me as a as someone that was never great at delegating, which someone who wasn't liked to do everything himself, yeah. like that was a massive step for me to kinda of go, you know what, I need to put people in positions to do that stuff. Yeah. That was like maybe I think I booked it eight months out, so I've wow. four, like, yeah, okay. four, four months have already happened, yep. and like my business is so different to when I when I booked oh, it because I happen. because I put myself in a position to have to do it right, yeah. and like if I did that a year ago, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. But I just I don't know, it felt like the right time, or I made it the right time, or whatever. 
But yeah, try and book, try and book a holiday at some point because yeah. it will make you put people in positions to, mm. to do the shit that you're you don't like delegating. Yeah, yeah. which in turn pushes the business forward. Yeah, and absolutely. Helps you evolve yeah. and business grows. Yeah, definitely. Two part question: What are you most proud of? Oh wow. Um, I just say that. <laughs> It's good. It's been good to come here now. I was just walking around the brewery before, um, just making sure the staff are good and just updating the back end of the all the technology and stuff like that. And friends and family were coming in like, "Oh, you should be so proud!" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, it doesn't it doesn't hit home? Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I think I am proud, but I don't think I've actually gone. Oh, fuck! I've done really good here. Yeah, you'll get so to that point. Though. I don't think I've. I don't have, have it. So, <laughs> but I, I suppose my. You know, I'm doing what I'm passionate about, but my my goal is to set up my lifestyle the way I want it. Yeah. I want to be. A, I love flexibility. I love being adaptable. So I think that works well with running your own business. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, sometimes it does stuff up. Sometimes you go do the twenty-two hour days, but it gives me the capacity to go right. If I'm going to do a twenty-two hour day tomorrow, I'm going to do. It not pays itself hour. back, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think I'm proud of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm proud of everything. I like I that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard question. But it's like it's a good answer because you've kind of gone. Well, yeah, I've worked really hard and like, I don't know what the quote is, but it's like entrepreneurs or business owners will spend eighty hours a week working for themselves so they don't have to spend forty hours working for someone else. Yeah. Right. And like you've been able to do that, and then. You'll get to six, twelve, eighteen months down the track, and you go. You know what? I can take that six-week holiday or that mm. three-week holiday or whatever, and kind of pay it back a little bit. Yeah. Because it's on your terms, which yeah, makes exactly. a huge difference. Yeah. Second part of that question: mm-hmm. What are you most ashamed of? Huh. I think I'm ashamed of anything. Good. Yeah. No. Nice. Next. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if. Someone was to make a movie yeah. about you. Oh, yeah. What would Ooh. the title of this movie? Yes. And who would play you? <laughs> Jesus. Well, considering I haven't watched a movie in that fucking long, that's gonna be really hard to answer. <laughs> or even a book. Just say always beer, mate. Yeah, always beer. Yeah. Always business. That's what it's always been about. I think. I was going to say the accountant, but it's already good. been taken. Yes. Good movie. Right. Yeah, really good movie. It wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Although I like to I like to use the word clusterfuck a lot. Oh, good. The you know? clusterfuck. Yeah, that's my life. It's it's like that's what I think. Not working in hospitality ever. Well, I did a couple of shifts in Mr. Paul's, like pouring beers. So I get the feel of it, and um, <laughs> he was awesome on training us up and all that stuff. Good, and I'll and um, he, he's now the Sparking. He did all our work at the um, factory. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. It's awesome, um, but yeah, I think I like to be in control. But at the end of the day, like, just it's, it, it is a clusterfuck, and, and I think hospitality is like that. You mm. you don't you can't structure it. Like at the moment, back end payroll. I want everything on software. I want to be able to track it. Uh, stock control, all that sort yeah. of stuff. I want to be able to track everything. I'm a percentage man. Yeah. If it's not working out, we need to work out how to make it better. That's cool. But I'll do that later, and I I'm not going to sit here and try and make it better now. But I'm in the back end now today just going, right, guys, I've never worked behind a till properly before under this much pressure. Yeah. What do you want to see? <laughs> what works better? And they're already giving me feedback, which cool. gives them ownership as well, which is really exciting. Yeah. And I can mm-hmm. see that working already. Awesome. Um, so that sort of stuff is good, but 
I sit here down in the factory today trying to get some back end stuff done, but there's, you know, deliveries coming, the cooks are going crazy, someone's <laughs> yelling at somebody. I fucking love that. It's really good. <laughs> clusterfuck. So, yeah. yeah, it is clusterfuck. And I say it all the time, you know, how's your clusterfuck of the week going? Like, people are like, I'm all over the joint. So that, that would be, you know, if it was allowed, that would be the clusterfuck. Mate, that's going to be the name of your podcast. So yeah, absolutely. You. Really, really good. Fuck yeah, I like it. <laughs> Did I ask that question? Yeah, you're up. Coop. No, I just asked a question about Did the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah the movie. I've got about that. I don't have I, an idea of yeah, who, good. who would be my... Um, yeah, no, the clusterfuck. I like it. <laughs> I think I know the answer to the question, but if money wasn't an issue and you couldn't fail, what would you do with your life? Same thing. It's the same thing when I was talking, I've always, I've, I've had a couple of dreams, like, a couple of years ago. It's like, work up, feel like one American, um, you know, $300 million. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind that I would have spent the money and don't need that sort of money, but I would have put it into the business. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Absolutely. Like, there's no, there's no, like, I mean, shit, yeah. I, I, I listen to a podcast from the Howie Games. Um, a really good podcast because he talks to you know um, don't know all the cricketers because he does a lot of cricket poetry yep. um, but listening to um, oh gosh I can't remember who said it oh fuck my brain's gone again <laughs> oh, I'm sorry <laughs> that's allowed that. mate that's allowed <laughs> um, gotta hope you're having a nap sometime this weekend <laughs> oh, I was thinking about doing it yesterday it's just not, not happening not with the internet going down yeah but um, oh, what was the question let me get it. I really want to say what, what was the question <laughs> if you oh, yeah, had a bit of money yeah. and couldn't fail what would you do Mm, no, it's not good. <laughs> Move on. Next exactly thing. what you're doing now, which is a great answer. Yeah, which yeah. is the answer that I like. I hope everyone answers. Sometimes you hear it, you're like, oh, you're full of shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, actually, oh. yeah, sorry, it was Michael Clark. Yeah. People have yeah. given him shit. He's earning a lot of money doing what he does, and he's been fucking amazing at what he does. Yeah. Um, the same thing with Shane Warne. Like, he never changed. I don't give a shit if anyone thinks he's a wanker. He's a fucking great cricketer. Yeah. I was watching the um, After the Ashes last, Ash, the last, um, last match. Um, they did they I don't know what it was called but it was on Channel 9 it was straight after and they were doing videos of you know morning you know all the old guys just watching him was like you are fucking amazing what you do <laughs> I don't care if, you, if you're a larrikin outside of the public doesn't media, matter it doesn't matter and the cricket industry is sort of like that they can have a beer after their match whereas football's a little different yeah. and they're you know expected to be role models people are allowed to let their hair out and that's yeah. the good thing but Michael Clark said you know people are giving me shit for being the toffee bloke or you know buying the nice stuff it's like I like fast cars I that's like him. nice yeah. cars that's me I don't give a fuck about it that's cool and I'm not necessarily money driven I'm yeah. never money driven I'm associated with my money because I am the accountant and I know finance yeah. and you can't go anywhere without business without it sorry yeah. within business without it but um, I do like nice cars so I would do that if I had the money <laughs> but at the same time is I would put it in something I'm passionate about because I'm not going to sit by a pool and be depressed yeah. by doing nothing that's cool but you, yeah. you do you yeah <laughs> good nice. if you could be remembered in one sentence what would it be sorry Cooper, I just took, took another I'm question but you kind of repeated my question so whatever <laughs> I don't like the question anyway so let's move on okay. <laughs> I don't know Some, a word that I really like is charismatic. Oh, good. Yeah, that's the one thing I like. I, I look up to people like that. I've got a fair few. I don't have a mentor at the moment, and I haven't had one for a long time, and I'd like one. Yeah. Um, but I do look up to people that are charismatic. You don't have to be good at one thing or the other. Just someone that... And I struggle sometimes. I get nervous or I don't socialise as well as I should, and you yeah. always need to be on the front foot. And I think this sort of position that I'm in and being in the, the limelight, you're going to have to be better at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've always got to be charismatic. And I think that's important. And that, and that that doesn't just mean you've got to be nice and you know, you know, really I don't know positive Overly all the time. But, stuff. Yeah, you don't just be genuine, but charismatic at the same time. Be genuine yeah. and ask the questions and be present. So that's cool. Yeah. I love it. 
be present. Yeah. I'm all about that at the moment. I'm so mad, mate. <laughs> I, I've read... because you need a nap, mate. I've three times yeah. and fuck off. <laughs> I've highlighted, like, every page, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No, no, it does. It does, but it's a, it's a tough book to read, but I... Yeah. What's the book called? The Power of Now. Now by Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. 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 Um, that's, yeah, that's something that I've... I reckon I have struggled through when I was at uni or at high school or all sorts of stuff. Power, power now, you just got to be present and people aren't. Yeah. I, I am always, oh. like right now, I'm always thinking what am I doing? What's going on at the factory? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've got to do this, this and this. I'm not present sometimes. Like I'll just go like that and I'll just pull it back. But yeah. to read the book, you, you actually start thinking about it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, but when actually, you're aware of it, like yeah, exactly you're kind of half, halfway there. Yeah, and it's scary. I actually read it on the way home from Europe the second time with my partner. I, I bought the book at the start of the trip and I didn't read it the whole time I was over there and then yeah, the, cool. I was in um, Dubai I sat down the book I sat down with the book and I started reading it and I actually had this out of body experience that's cool because I actually stopped and well, I that's could, what it talks about I, right I, yeah and I, and I had this I literally had a pins and needles experience because I was witnessing myself thinking and I was like stopped cool. and, I just, and I haven't had it again so, I've read the book so, two more so times so plane is the way you should do it yeah in an airport yeah. yeah, but again, then again, like I reckon that's what the sort of book you have to read on a holiday. Yep. You cannot read it after work. It's not. Oh, well, it's my. Mate, I've been trying and I'm that far in. Like I've read it already, but I'm trying that, to read it that's again. That's probably me after about four or five months. Yeah. 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 One, of, one of the quotes I heard uh, in a podcast the other day was a conscious relationship. Well, I, I've paraphrased a little bit to kind of be a little bit more something I can remind myself of. Mm-hmm. But a conscious relationship with my thoughts allows me to live a proactive life. So if you don't think about what you're thinking, you're just going to react to everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's reactive. Yeah, exactly. And, and that kind of reminds me that, well, if I'm thinking about what, what we're doing right now and not thinking about the gym, what's happening up there yeah. and making sure that it's clean enough or that all the staff are looking after each other or whatever, then I'm going to fuck up this moment. And yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. And but, it, but it's yeah. a hard thing to not do. It's something I'm getting better of and like you'll get better of with it as you go. Yeah, yeah. true. It's a hard one. Have you had a defining moment? I wouldn't say I've had a, like a massive one. Yeah. I reckon continually doing things that I have to do to do what I want is, you know, chucking yourself in front of someone you don't know to yeah. sell a story. But I think at the end of the day, you're selling a story that you're passionate about, so it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. I, think, I think, you know, talking to, getting investors to sign on with something you believe in, and not only that, putting in the amounts of money that I needed, it hasn't been daunting, but it's also been, you know, it's a big deal yeah. to sell a story. Well, it's a huge deal. So, yeah, that's probably yeah, a defining moment. I don't, I don't really think I've had one big one. Um, I suppose getting it, actually getting the company set up and then taking the money on was a defining moment. Yeah. But I never sat back and thought, yeah, that, I got through that. Mm. And so it's just a series of moments that build away. up to where you are now. Yeah, right. yeah. Good. Nice. If... Let me restart. Uh, <laughs> what three values do you think everyone should possess? Big question. Whether it's in business or life. Just life, yeah. Joy. Um, poor. There's one. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have a sip of your water. Think about oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Chill out. I want to say caring, but there's got to be a better word, but... 
I want people to be genuinely like people genuinely care. Like people I talk to is like actually mm. you care. Yeah. And those people you talk about someone else go, Oh, how was that? Like he just actually when he asks you a question, he actually wants to know. Yeah. Instead of going, Hey go mate and they look it yeah. away. And they're not giving you yeah. shit. It's like you don't even care. Don't yeah, just exactly. so I think, you know, making sure you're joyful, you know, or happy. I suppose happy is probably, you know, happy joy, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Um, caring, I don't know. Selflessness. Yeah, good. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. That's the thing. I think the people that I look up to the most are always the ones who are genuine, genuinely interested in things other than themselves. Yeah. So if they're talking to you, like you said, they give you that time of day and they're present. Yeah. And yeah. they're just genuine, authentic people. There's, I've got, I had a guy, I do, he's a family friend, and he is so good at that. Like, the, no stop questions how's this going or how do you do that and what's been happening here and how do you yeah. take yeah. that and you'd walk away and go I did not ask you one question <laughs> and I picked up on that like every Christmas we catch up and yeah. he's a um, what do you call him a consultant he does um, business management consultancy awesome and he, yep. like, he does the, he did Australian cricket training a couple of Olympic teams amazing bloke amazing individual and it'd be great to pick his brains but I worked out over the last couple of years it's like you're always very passionate and love what I'm doing. Yeah. And if I ask you a question, you deflect. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. So I'm trying Just to sit down and be like, yeah. mate. Yeah. And I did that this, this week and I, and I got nothing. So yeah. I, I think it's a bit of both. You kind of want you want to be engaged in the conversation, not just asking the question. Just, yeah. Just because you care doesn't mean the conversation is going to work. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's important. You've got to be present in both forms. Yeah. Tell them like, if I'm asking you a question, don't deflect. So just answer those guys. Just answer the fucking question. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, here's a question for you. If you could invite three people to dinner, who would they be and why? Dead or alive? Oh, Elon Musk. Why? Oh, he's just an inspiration. I love the. I don't. I don't know. I can clearly. I don't know how he works, but what he's doing and his drive and his ignorance to the shit that goes around. <laughs> oh It's fantastic. Oh, how good is it? Oh, and just. The way I mean, I suppose now he's you know the companies he's got yeah. are so big. There is plenty of people behind him, and he employs the people that are going to do the same thing that he would do. Yeah. But you know, this is massively small scale compared compared to what he does. But he sees something, he goes and gets it, regardless of taking on you know the debt that he's done and paying it back. Yeah. And, but having a belief and the fuck ups he's had, I'd love to hear about the fuck ups he's done. And, and even Richard Branson, you know those those early days where he was trying to start you know yeah. fly buying a seven four seven and flying in the. Have you read his new book yet? No. no, neither do I. It's sitting right there. No, but I, I love but, it. But I haven't read it. Read it. <laughs> I'm waiting. Like I'm waiting to give myself time off to actually read it. But Elon Musk. Um, I was talking. To, I was doing a podcast the other other week, and he's done a new round of interviews. And I was told about something he said in one of those interviews. Mm. So I searched it and found it. And someone asked him, "Why you do what you do? Why do you do what you do?" And his answer: <laughs> To be useful. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's cool. Is that like, not the really most good. fucked up, deepest, like incredibly crazy fucking answer for someone who's doing all that shit that he's doing to be useful? And it's so simple. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Surely though, at that stage, you've got a little bit of time on your hand going, right, I'm going to get asked questions like that. I need to be on point. Yeah. I don't know, but he's just, no, I love He's it. just coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that blew so, my mind, like that he was able to answer that question yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So simple. Yeah. Like just being. Um, <laughs> Who else? Two more. Simon Sinek. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I, I think the way I like the way he carries himself as well, and yep. the talks mm-hmm. is just very composed. Third one. I don't know. You've got to be something exciting. It's all business related. I'm pretty boring, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine, man. Management. Um, 
Who do you think is going to help me do my job? <laughs> um, I want I want to say Richard Branson, but I feel like he'd be so busy with everyone else's uh, <laughs> lunch dates and dinner dates. Yeah. He's been a regular occurrence. Yeah, I, I want to go someone's like I'm play, yeah, someone cricket. I reckon. Cool. Yeah, I reckon like someone nice. someone's been through this shit. Even even if it's just like Michael Clark or your Gillies or something like that. Yeah. Even you know what? I'll take Warney. Sick. I'd love to hear about Warney. Um, yeah, <laughs> like something cool. like that. Because yeah, I mean, he's, isn't it? yeah, but I think he's a larrikin, but he's also be he, when you watch him and hear him talk on the on the television or on the radio, he's got that cook in his brain. He could have yeah. been captain if he had his head screwed on a bit better. <laughs> with all the other stuff, he's having fun. Yeah, but he's yeah, exactly. But he's got no problem with where he's at. Yeah. So yeah. having a chat with him would be very interesting. Right. I reckon. That's cool. Cool. Other than Jetty Road, mm-hmm. what is your favourite beer? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing I was talking the other day to someone. It's like I don't walk into a brewery and get a standard beer out. Like if I, I wouldn't go down there if someone got a bottle shop, I have it on tap. Yeah. You have to have it on tap to have it have it um, fresh. Except for Jerry Road Tinnies. Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I seriously don't drink during the week. But when we got those teenies out that week, I was like, "Hey, Monday, Friday, Monday to Friday, I had a beer. This is the best thing ever, and it's so good, icy cold." Drinking your beer. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That was surreal. That was a surreal moment. Driving home from work, and I had one of my own beers in my hand. I'm like, wow, yeah, that's sick. Um, I don't know. <sighs> no, I don't. I don't. Surely you can give someone a plug. Yeah, I'm trying. To. <laughs> Well, I'll give a, I'll give a plug for plug's sake. Um, Mr. Banks in Seaford. Good. Yep. Fucking awesome beers. He's nice. a legend of bloke, and the beers he's putting down are really cool. And he's got he's got his own setup. He's doing his own thing. He's done it by himself. So it's cool. So, yeah, that's a ballsy effort. So, it's amazing. Um, and like I, yeah, I had one of his beers at uh, Mr. Paul's in Mornington the other day, and um, it was just spot on. We had so, one. I had one over lunch. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh, fuck, can't remember. <laughs> So many names. It wasn't the first one. <laughs> yeah, we had team Christmas lunch and there were, yeah, the beers were flowing. I love it. It's good. It's good. It's good. Alright, a couple of favourites to finish off, unless Coop's got any more. I was gonna ask a favourite for my next one. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Uh, favourite resource for new information. Now that you've opened and you've got a little bit of time on your hands yep. to start diving into some new stuff. Yeah. What are you what are you gonna hear first? Ted Talks. Ted Talks? Perfect. Good. good. Yeah. I know you said you're not a book man, but favourite book? This is going to be a weird one. Cool. <laughs> um, God is not great. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got that here? You really? Awesome. <laughs> that, amazing, was, that was amazing. Amazing book. Kitchens, yeah. Amazing book. Yeah. It's, yeah, mind, yeah, mind-blowing book. I went through that stage when I was at uni reading a lot of books, and that was all, you know around that sort of topic and it was yep. really cool to what we read so there's yeah. a lot of business books and they're all quite similar it's always about someone's story but that was really cool that one so that's good I can't believe you got that that's, that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that I think I heard that another question like that on, on, a, on one of your podcasts and I was like oh I should say it and I was like I don't like touching around the, you know the religious conversation yeah because it, it's the same thing with politics you can talk to someone and you can have a yeah. two hour conversation and you can just agree disagree yeah so and like, people, people just move away and do their own yeah. shit like. and what's the point because it's, it's not a reaching yeah. goal like yeah. talking about this Talking positivity, talking management, talking about your know, experiences, and yep. it's all positive, and there's yeah. a reason for why we do it and why people listen. Whereas I don't understand, like my family, as I said, politi- political debates. Yeah. 
Nothing we changes. Driving, I mean, left wing doesn't yeah. matter. Like, we could always discuss it, but A, it's not changing anything and we're not getting anything from it. So what's yeah. the point? And that's Unless the, I can change Yeah, that's the frustrating thing about arguments along those lines because people don't change, necessarily change their mind no. in that argument but like like I've certainly changed my views on religion and I think I read this on an air Asia flight um, <laughs> but I've, like I've definitely not changed That's my, true. not necessarily changed my views of what I think happens when we die or what you know what the meaning of life is or anything like that but just allows it's allowed me to be a lot more accepting and yeah. have perspective of everyone else right like everyone else is just trying to find an answer because we're human and we want to yeah, know yeah. the answers and yeah if it, if you get solace in, in the fact that you think there's some some dude in the sky and he sent his son down to die for you then like that's all that's yeah, whatever, yeah, to you, like. whatever makes you a better person I suppose yeah. and that's that's true out of that book I, got, I did get yeah that. But I've always been like that. If that's what makes you a better person, or you you you, you come from that sort of that family, or that you know yeah. that country, or where are you from? Like, yeah. there's always something different going on. We I don't think we even scratch the surface of being understanding or perspective. Yeah. You know, what is the word I'm trying to look for? But understanding where people come from and what they're doing. Yeah. There's three, four, or five different massive groups, but there's so much more little tribes and like yeah. There's you can't even scratch the surface. So yeah. what's the point? Mm. But understanding that they've got their own story and their own journey, that's yeah. fine. I always find it really interesting hearing like two intellectuals debate something yeah. that's so complex like religion, and then both like coming in feeling one way, leaving feeling the same way. But they've had this crazy intellectual debate. I always, I, I love those YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty I'm cool. Not I'm, not, I'm not that intelligent. So if it's not giving me a goal, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that intelligent, it's but not, it's entertaining. Exactly. It's entertaining. True. Last one. Yep. Favorite quote. Oh. <laughs> I've got two. Yeah. One, one is, and I listen, I can't really speak for now because I'm wearing the three day old clothes, but it's you can, it's always, what is it? What is it? Oh, I'm not saying it all the time. It's better to be overdressed than underdressed. Good. Yeah. I don't care if you're the most overdressed person there. It means you put a bit of effort in. Mm, I mean, yeah. It's not like rocking up to a Tuxes brewery, but, you know, that sort of stuff. We should um, all rock up to Tuxes. Rock up to your mate, brewery you Tuxes. definitely get a free beer if you're not <laughs> Tuxes. Challenge like. accepted. <laughs> yeah, if you're on, I have to make sure you're there. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's not here. <laughs> um, and the other one I actually got from someone that was sort of mentor, and I worked at Bunnings for seven years while I was going through uni and yeah. high school and whatever. And he put he actually wrote me a note and I kept him all for ages and I lost the wallet. But it was um well, it's the standard one, isn't it? Pre- um oh, the, the prepare uh, failing failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Yeah. So and that's oh. so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and really it doesn't even have to be a point where like I'm looking at this your, your marketing strategy <laughs> and I'm like, Haha, I don't have my uh, my answers to a lot of those questions or what yeah. you're doing there and I haven't done that. Mate, there's a lot that's got to be loaded up onto that. But yeah, you're like, do you know what I mean? Like, but you've already got it's that. Just, done, it's just starting it. Yeah. But I've already prepared on where I want to drive the business yeah. and in my back of my head, if I can pass it on to whoever's running that marketing strategy, yeah, go and do it. But that's my preparation. Everything. But comes if you back haven't to, thought about yeah. it at all and you've yeah. ignored it or you've purposely just you know, yeah, brush it off, then you're gonna fail. Spot on. So I think that 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 was. I didn't think much of it at the time, but in the, in my wallet, I kept pulling. Pretty it out. important. Yeah. Shit's kind of cool. There's mm. there's so many quotes. I used to write down quotes, like I used to say them in a document and yeah. just read over them. I've got a big document. Yeah, I haven't done that in ages because you know you get you know, yeah yeah you just sort of fall off the wagon. I've got them all in about a thousand different notes in my phone, so I'm gonna have to one day sit there and <laughs> give it to an intern <laughs> to collaborate. Like, now what's good for that? I'll get my phone. Um, <laughs> uh, this is gonna be the I've got on because I'm in social media and, and yep. getting all the branding done and that sort of stuff for the business. I've got on to Pinterest. Yeah. And I've actually got a folder here. Oh, good. Oh, I yes. love it. Wait. 
have to check one. I've got one here. <laughs> how do you find? I don't know how to use this phone. Come on, mate. <laughs> you get an iPhone, they're a lot easier to use, though, Shim. Well, mate, I think it's worth it because. Uh, That's the thing you can. Yeah, oh, I tell you what. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be a soon convert. Yeah, this is what I like, and this is what I fail to do. It's like show up in every single moment, like you're meant to be there. I love that. And that's that's not just confidence, but it's just you know positivity as well. It's like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to be here, and I want to be here. It's so, being present as well. But I've, I've got yeah you know, heaps. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Do you have a mantra? I should. Mine's very similar to that quote. Yeah. Show up, smile, make a difference. Yeah, I like it. Like, that's it. Simple. That's what I'm trying to work out with the brewery. It's like always beer. It's, it's always beer because it's always been about beer. And yep. Katie actually came up with that. I'm not giving you enough information. She's like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, just do your job. And she walked back in her office and she did it. Like, she was just doing T-shirt design, yeah. design for me. And that's how the always beer came out. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, I might need to, you know, piss you off a couple more times just to get really good results yeah. from you. But she said, I said, why always beer? She goes, well, it's always been about beer. It's just been six years of me hearing you talk shit about this. <laughs> but I want to keep that going in business. Like, it's yeah. always positivity. It's all high vibes. I love that. But I haven't yeah. structured that properly. Like, I've opened the venue and I'd love to have had that so I could just, like, rev up this, just, you know. Yeah. Just, but, that, that stuff, but that stuff will come. Like, I want it to be organic. Start writing that shit on the walls. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've yeah. done that up. In the gym, like I just literally, I'll, I'll either write, it, write a quote on the wall, or I'll get it printed and get it stuck on the wall. Like if it's stuff, something that we want to live by, yeah, day to day, resonates with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, I suppose at the end of the day, this is a small business, but these people they're coming to do their job and be living and breathing this yeah. with me. Um, this is what I'm doing, and this is who I am, and that's what's yeah. It's another, yeah. it's another arm of my life. I love so, that. So, and that I just thinking about that, I actually, um, I should have done it. Automate the pod system I use um, actually has a message of the day. That's so, cool. Like, magazine, when you do on the line, you yeah. try and find yeah, out yeah. who someone is. They always have a phone. <laughs> I, I like that, so I just typed in like um, I can't remember what it was. Second, um, second day in boy, boys and girls. Good luck. Awesome work. And like, good. that's good, but it'd be cool to have something a little bit more yeah. deep and meaningful. But oh. it's good to yeah. have that there, which is yeah. cool. Like yeah, something to come back to every day. Yeah, I don't have a wall yet, so I need to. Hey, you. <laughs> I can write on Brownie's mural. That'd be fine. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, well, I, I wouldn't. I he, he would be that salty. <laughs> so where where can people buy your beer? How can people experience the Jetty Road experience? Come down to the brewery. I reckon that's the easiest way to do it. Like that's the whole idea behind the business. And again, it's another way of marketing ourselves. The reason why we started this brewery is because we wanted the people. Like when we started home brewing, we brew a beer. We we chased other beers that we brewed previously. Yeah. We talk about them. Yeah. We have a laugh. Put on some really good tunes. Um, and we'd have local produce. Like it'd be a cheese platter or it'd be a couple awesome. of meats, and it'd be a whole day. Like I'd be gone over Saturday. And That's cool. No, you know. Nine times out of ten, I'll probably come home absolutely hammered. But um, that that whole experience on, you know, not yeah, as I said before, like it's, it's quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, probably our some of our breweries weren't quality, but you know, we're trying trying different things and doing like we've got 30, 40 recipes now, and it's just about what's going to work and what's going to sell well and all yep. that sort of stuff now. But, That's awesome. Um, yeah, I have lost where I was going, but you know. That's cool. Get, get, get down the brewery. Get I'll down be. the brewery, and then like I think pretty much most bottle shops from Frankston to Port Rose, to Ports, you have us on, which, which is, is awesome. sick. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's hard because we contract brew now, and there are limitations. That's yeah. why we've only got that area. But people are coming out of the woodwork going, "Oh, can we have your beers?" So it's like, yeah, we'll keep saying yes, but some of us, you know, mm. Portsy Pub, get in those guys. 
Rosebud Hotel, um, Casa, Mr. Paul's, all those guys have been there from the start. They're, I mean, that's the good thing about it, craft beer. It's a very hard industry to get into because there's so many of them. Yeah. It's 127, 128 microbreweries in Victoria. It's, in that, it's, it's the stupid. highest in Australia. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to get a tap. And what they do is, I mean, CUB buy taps. So you walk into a, yeah. a normal pub, four out of the five beer taps are owned. So yeah. they go, we'll put you on rotation. And a lot of local pubs have said, yeah, we'll take you on, which has been fantastic in the first place. Yeah. But the parlour's done so well, they've gone, we're going to keep you on full time. That's so awesome. that's been awesome. So get around those guys who've been there from the start. Um, I think there's a list and there's a map on our website as well, awesome. which I've tried to get together. But one thing at a time. Technology does my head in. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Well, mate, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Like, bravo on creating what you've created. Cheers. Looking forward to consuming a significant amount of Jetty Road over Absolutely. the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> I hope so. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.